Alright guys, welcome to another episode, actually our inaugural episode. episode, our first episode of Mafia Memoirs, where we take a look at the different uh, businesses that are running the automotive detailing industry, in particular we're looking at members of the Detail Mafia, the vendors and sponsors that are really making a big impact on the industry. And we are trying to figure out how we are going to add people using this iPad. So we may have to um, try this in just a second. Um, but we actually are going to um, interview Sean Sepulveda of A Perfect Experience Detailing. And uh, we're going to wait for him to join us. And I need to see if I can uh, get this thing to go away real quick. And view that. And let's go here. And uh, we're going to wait for um, for uh, Sean to join us. So let me see real quick what I got. All right. So that's actually working out pretty good. So we're going to give uh, him just a second to join us. In the interim, do we have anything fun and exciting? Actually, we are uh, really looking forward to uh, SEMA. Counting down the days, we will be there with the PNS crew. Um, launching, um, actually just continuing what we've been doing with them for the past year. We have a brand new inventory module that we've been building into Rotafest that we're very, very excited about because not only can we uh, support automotive detailers, automotive reconditioners, I can't even speak, PDR guys, but now we can actually support delivery guys that are running around. So let me take a look, because I am not getting, so as you can tell, this is our first one, and so we're experimenting with not only equipment, but also the format, and how we're going to get people live to join us so that we can interview them. And uh, Rod is uh, My bald head is affecting to... <laughs> the camera, because it puts a glare on it, it literally can shade it, so... You know what? We all have our attributes, right? right? That's a, so. It's an asset. It's an asset. an asset. It's a light-changing <laughs> forehead. It's actually a five-head if you... Yeah, <clears throat> so let's see what we got here. So I'm trying to... Uh, so uh -huh. just give us a few seconds. Well, so uh, uh, as we go through this video, if you let us know how many of you are going to be at the, the Rag Company event on the 13th with Randy Doyle and some of the P&S products as well, uh, interesting to kind of see how many people are planning on coming here and doing that as well. It's a big event. They've got a beautiful facility to uh, to just look at all the latest technology as far as detailing and techniques, and and they bring in uh, you know obviously big name speakers, and 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 it's it's a it's a good time. Yeah, that's uh, I, that. I'm actually really looking forward to that. Um, Rennie Doyle's coming into town, and of course you have Levi Gates. And his entire crew at the Rag Company, so they always put on a really, really good show. And uh, I'm trying to, let's see, I'm trying to figure this stuff out. So I appreciate you guys' patience as we uh, try to venture into some new realms. Um, so hold on one sec. So I see... Let me go here. Let me try this. Are we there? We go. So we just need. I wonder. All right, I'm gonna do something here just for fun. 
And yep, me of the top. there we go. So we just rotated. Yep, but what I need to do, let's, there was, there was, it was me. I just oh, was that you? Yeah, that's that's what I was looking for. Showed up then too. Okay, so what I want to do, there's supposed to be a way to scroll to the left, which it's not working. Get <laughs> on your phone. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, it's because I'm not broadcasting live from this. So, I'm sure you guys are going to have a lot of fun looking at this. Making fun of the tech guys that can't get the... Yeah, there should be... You're supposed to swipe to the left. Let's swipe to the right. You see. always swipe right when you're looking at me, Joey. Yeah, whatever. All right. There we go. All right, so we're, we're actually waiting for Sean. That's why. That's why he's not showing up, so... All right, Sean, let's see if I can get you on the line here. See, now it should show up. There, there I'm showing up now. There you go. So now, if I go like that. So it's right here. There he goes. That's it. All right, so that's what I'm... And then I should be able to scroll as they come through. That's... Okay, there we go. There's All Sean right, right, Sean there. Sepulveda. There's the man. All right. Let's add Sean Sepulveda. All right, let's. All right, let me hit the plus button. All right, guys, welcome to the inaugural Facebook Live of Mafia Memoirs. What's happening, guys? Man, we right have there. the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Sean Sepulveda. <laughs> How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys? That's good. You know, it's a lot of fun because we're uh, we're trying to figure out all of this equipment. We tried to do it with Amiibo. Uh, we knew that the iPhone was going to be too small, and now the iPad has us exactly split in half. So Rod and I are going to have to get all cuddly to uh, take a I'm look. I'm trying at to that. log. I'm I'm trying to log in on my iPad at the same time too. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just rocking well, the iPad at the moment. That, that's what happens when you get, you know, guys that are really in the automotive industry and you get guys that pretend to know technology and it just doesn't happen. Not this guy. No idea. Oh, what man. So Amateur. I appreciate you being our inaugural guest on this. Um, we are super excited. To, I was actually um, sitting down and thinking about what has happened the past year with us and the detail mafia with PNS distributors, the rag company, and there's just some amazing things going on. And we um, were part of the Air Force One detailing team along with you. And yes, sir. those memories have just like resonated and sunk into my heart. And so Absolutely. I'm like, you know what, we need to have some Facebook Live so that we can talk to the guys and the gals that are driving the industry. So tell us a little bit about Eighth Detailing, which stands for? A perfect experience, which we try to produce at any cost for our clients. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Where are you guys located? I'm in Santa Rosa, California. So I'm in the North Bay area. So I'm in the heart of the wine country. And I know, like, so Rod and I, we, you know, with Rotafest and Zimware, we talked to a lot of uh, detailing companies, and some of them are doing dealership work, some are doing retail work. Where, where's your expertise? 
Um, I, I'm pretty versatile for the most part, but I'm not really a fan of dealership work, um, simply because the educational aspect in the wintertime will get us through and, and really, actually, we see a busier times in the winter than we do in sometimes the summers because just the educational aspect of everything, teaching people about paint protection and how to care for their interiors and the exteriors and, you know, the ways around them and how to tend to them and take care of them the proper way. And if you can get that done, then you've protected your investment for that season and many seasons to come. So dealership yeah. work for me just really isn't kind of my way to go. Um, not my forte or niche, but other people do like it and it works well for them. And, you know, bravo to them. It's just, it's just not a fit for my company. You know, I'm trying to, yeah. I, w I wouldn't say it's a bad deal and I wouldn't say that it's, it's something that I, I wouldn't entertain doing, you know, one day, but I had done enough of it in my first few years of uh, detailing to where I just, it was just volume wasn't my thing. I, I was looking more yeah. after quality. So that, that's an interesting thing because uh, I think a lot of the, the detailing companies that are doing dealership work, they're really honing in on the volume, right? Whereas yeah. somebody like you, they are really masters of the craft. And yeah. they're, yeah. You're, you're trying to take it to the next level where you're really, it's almost an art form. Would you agree or dis? Uh, I would agree. Yeah, I would say it's, it's more like a little bit of an art form. It's just, it's a little more invasive. Um, you know, there's a whole lot more to look at. There's a more, there's more science behind what we do in an, in, I wouldn't say an actual detail shop because they're detailers too. They're just detailers on a different platform. Um, we have more of a science to what we do. Um, you know, their, you know, 10 to 12 cars in a day will equal maybe one of our cars in the shop, you know? So what right, they'd make right. in a day, just slugging out and, and knocking out dealership work, which is wonderful. Um, we try to capture that same amount of finance and if not more into one vehicle, and focus all of our time and attention to that. So when it leaves, it's beyond perfect or, you know, as, as good as we can get it within reason without doing any irreparable damage to the car. And then that way, when it does leave and people ask, you know, why does it look like that? Or how do they get that finished? They know where to go. You know? Right. So, so one of the things I've been talking, uh, Sean, with a bunch of the guys in the industry is about coatings. And there's a mm -hmm. lot of misconception about coatings and there's a lot of change in the coatings themselves. So, um, uh, one of the misconceptions is, you know, uh, somebody that gets a coating, for instance, that's maybe a one-year coating, mm -hmm. and then, you know, three years down the road, oh, those coatings are crap. They don't work. You know, you <laughs> see a lot of people slamming on the coatings, but they've not invested, and you, and you mentioned something about that. They've not invested in the um, product. So, so explain to us uh, how, how you educate, because I know talking to you or Daryl, there's a lot of education that goes on as well, which is uh, one of the real key yeah. reasons, I think, that that people in the detail mafia that are that are really passionate about the industry are changing it is through education. So kind of the education that you give your customers about the different kind of coatings and what it's gonna do, because you see people coating everything, right? They're coating wheels, they're coating interior, yeah. they're coating your burrito if you want it done. It's just, you know. So I, I just coated my front door of my shop. <laughs> there you go, there you go, exactly, exactly. My head, I coat my head. You can tell by the glare. No, you need some hey, glass parenting on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so as far as like coatings and stuff and educational aspect, my, my take on it is people oversell it, to be honest with you. They will, to lock in the job, certain, you know, I wouldn't say certain people, but just people in general who don't really understand the concept or the, the um, 
the characteristics of a coating will just say, oh, yeah, you never got to wax your car again, or you never got to, you know, you never got to scratch proof, you know? It's like, no, it's not. I'm going to take a key to yes. the side of your car. It's right. going to scratch, you know? Yeah, I right. go up against some, some, some tree branches, it's going gonna, it's gonna to scratch or mar the vehicle. But the cool part about it is you're not diminishing more clear off your client's vehicle. You're, you're polishing a ceramic coating and, and right. removing said defects that are there without the hassle of thinning out the clear more and more. Because as you guys know, every time you cut and polish a vehicle, you're taking certain amounts of mills off of these clients' cars. And there's only yeah, so right. much that's on a vehicle when it comes out of the factory. So when you start sanding and, and, and laying and cutting down paint and you do that, you know, often or more regularly, you're going to lose clear. And the only thing that's going to happen is when you have a thing clear and it's diminishing uh, by every time you cut and polish it, you put a coating on it, you're only replacing what you've originally taken off. So yeah. the idea in my, the idea in my shop and how I do things with my clients is I tell them like this, what we're trying to do is we're trying to minimize the amount of clear that we take off your vehicle. And we're trying to maximize the amount that we put back on as far as the ceramic coating which, you know, is a 9H bond or 10H bond or, you know, whatever, you know, coating that they decide to choose or they go with with us, you know, and then we tell them that, you know, it's not scratch proof, okay? You do yeah. have to put some protection on the coating after. There is such things as aftercare. You can't put the coating on and think it's bulletproof. You're not going to go through a car wash 17 times and expect it to look just like it did when it left the shop. It's maintenance. It's aftercare. It's what you do after it leaves our shop that is going to tell you how long that coating is going to last. Friction breaks everything down. And over yeah. time, when you have enough friction on a vehicle, you're going to start to wear away that coating. And that's that's where people are, are, are very misled in the industry. And a lot of people who are uneducated and think that they can just sell you a coating and, and think it's bulletproof is crazy. That's, that's yeah. crazy to me. You know, it's be realistic. Yeah. Set realistic goals. Tell them Tell them the truth because they're going to respect you that much more when you tell them the truth that, Hey, uh, this may get scratched, but it's going to be a lot easier to take this scratch out off this coating and reapply if necessary, rather than diminishing more clear off your standard, uh, factory vehicle, you know? So yeah. that's, that's a little bit of my take on that. You know, it's just be, set realistic goals with your clients and don't, don't sell them the world and they don't need to hear all that when it's just, right. BS. <laughs> right. And that's, yeah. that's really one of those things that's, that's universal in any, in any industry. It's don't BS your clients, be honest with them and educate them on what you're selling them. Hey, I'm selling you a one year coating. That means in a year and six months, we're going to need to do something. If you haven't touched it, if you've taken it through Costco's car wash 15 times, you're, you're causing yep. issues. If you are, I'll I love, I love uh, Shane Mayfield's description of the central Oregon pinstripes as the scratches you get. From <laughs> Right, <laughs> but, but that that's totally true. I mean, but but at the same time, that honesty and education gives people the understanding in the industry that hey, coatings aren't a bad thing. They're a good no. thing because it helps protect your paint. But it's only as good as the product you're putting on and the exactly. care and the aftercare that you're putting after it. They get we get this. I think we get the same misunderstanding with uh, kind of the. Um, Oh, what do they call them? Like the, the zero rinse uh, soaps and things that you're not, yeah. you're not forming on. You know, it's like, well, I, you know, I went out and was, I was mud bogging this weekend and I can't get this stuff off. I pour this crap on. It doesn't come. It's like, dude, this is, if your car is already clean yeah. and it's a between 
care when you've got a little dust on it and stuff. It's not meant to scrub off four pounds of mud. So Exactly, know. exactly. Uh, you know, a lot of misconceptions and a lot of people, they just think that you throw this magic sauce on the car and that's it. You know, like put a coating on, takes the scratches off. You know, many clients that I've had come into my shop and, you know, just go ahead, just put the coating on. Well, that, that's not how we do things. Yeah, no, 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 no. no, no. Number one, I got, I, you know, I have to prep your vehicle because anybody who knows their weight in, the, in gold in, in a detailing shop or in the industry itself is 90% of what you do is prep. Everything is yeah. prepped. What you do in your prep work will show in your after, you know, and if you don't prep the car right, you're just going to send them up the road with a terrible product and your name's going to go right along with it. It's going to right on that bumper sticker, you know, and you're just right down the road. So for me, yeah. I, I, I'll give the, let's just say that I'll give my client what they want within reason. You know, I'm not yeah. going, con I don't want to go concourse on every single vehicle for them. You know, but I do want the best out. I, I want the best outcome for them because when that thing does leave, it leaves with our name on it. And when people ask where it was done, it's going to be done by us. Yeah. You know, yeah. If it looks like garbage, then guess who's in trouble? Yeah. Yep. You know, yeah. and I don't want that. So within reason, I will give the client what they want. I typically just try to educate them as much as I can and tell them, hey, you know, once this coding goes on, it's locked in. It's not coming back out. You're going to have to live with what's under here. Yeah. You know? I, I, the, the other thing that, that's kind of been on my mind, too, is, you know, you look at um, there's other awesome guys, uh, you know, that are doing incredible work. You look at the people like the detail boss. You look like you think about people like you. I think about Mark Elliott on the on the East Coast in Florida. And, and I think a lot of times when people look at the kind of cars that they're doing, they think, oh, you know, I shouldn't do that on my Toyota 4Runner. So what, what is the, con, what, how do you educate customers on, you know, that are running the daily drivers and don't have the exotics? You know, is there, is there an important play for the average consumer to say, you know what, I'm just driving you know, a Nissan Maxima or, or I have a BMW Z3. So, you know, it's mid-level, you know, so what, how do you bring those people on? It's like, look, I can do a full detail, but you know, we really should do a coding or some extra care to really bring some longevity to your vehicle. Yeah. So to be honest with you, I have an easier time selling coatings to blue collar people than I would with somebody with an exotic i'll say that and the reason is is because people who make who are in that middle class range that don't make all that money who have exotics who probably they probably don't drive them every day we'll say that so that coding is going to last for these people because it's not daily driven now yeah. your average consumer your blue collar family people like that okay we'll say this rich people don't give a crap they will beat the <laughs> crap out of their stuff because they got money to buy more okay that's the reality yeah. Yeah. now People like myself or you guys or people who, who tend to care for their investments, people with that forerunner, that's that's a prized possession of them. That's on side yeah. of their house, that's their biggest investment. And that's like that's my baby. That's new. That's nice. I really like that. They're gonna take care of that more than the rich person with an exotic who's got more right. money to burn. Yeah. So for me yeah. it's like I'd rather sell a coating to somebody with a forerunner or a Honda Accord or, or something like that because they're going to care for it a whole lot more than your average 
uh, you know, rich guy who's just got a ton of money and, and money to burn and just is like, oh, okay, well, you know, whatever, I'll send this down the road and get it fixed up by these guys again because, you know, what's 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 thousand or two thousand dollars in my pocket? Thousand yeah, or two thousand right. dollars in, in in the middle class pocket is a lot to them, and when yeah. they spend that with you, and you give them what they want, and it's it's protected and it's it's what it should be, they're gonna come back to you. They're gonna revisit yeah. you. You know, because yeah, they so, tend they tend to care yeah. for things more than somebody with a lot more money. People with disposable income have less care because they have disposable income. As for somebody who might be living on somewhat of a budget or has this uh, you know, funds appropriated for this specific thing as a coding, they're gonna spend it on that, but they wanna see their money's worth and they wanna make it last so they will take care of it. Yeah, I and, and that what what you said something there that brought up another question is you know how often do you recommend a customer come back to you um and, and it probably depends on the types of service that they get from you but correct do you have like maintenance programs or how do you mm -hmm. structure that for your customers so maintenance programs for me um it's just again so this will depend on and this doesn't you know i don't apply this just to myself but this really depends on your climate this depends on where you live, what part of the country. And here in wine country, we're versatile. The only thing we really don't get here is snow. So typically, I tell my clients, it's just like an oil change. Come in like once every 5,000 miles, three to 5,000, you know, for the full, for the big maintenance. You know, we'll clay it, polish it, put some topper on top of it, and send you back out the door. Routine washes, you know, pop in, you know, once a month, once every yeah. other month. It's really up to you. How often do you drive it? How often do you, do you beat this car up? You know, those are the questions that we ask. If it, if it starts to get dirty and you don't want to do it, bring it by. But the yep. one thing I will tell you that probably not a lot of detail shops do is I give my clients their first maintenance on the house after their, after their coating. And the reason I do that is because I bring them in and I do a full top to bottom workshop. I do a rinseless workshop and I do a full wash workshop with them. So they know how to keep that investment uh, protected for many years to come. So if I'm not available or they don't want me to do it, they at least have a general knowledge of how to tend to and take care of their ceramic coated vehicle. That's why downstairs we sell ceramic coated kits. We order them for them. Um, we show them aftercare. We sell wash mitts. I mean, we do things like that that are geared for coatings to help protect their investment because I don't want them to spend a thousand or two thousand or however many thousands of dollars they decide to spend with us. And a year later, their coating <laughs> just, looks terrible and they're unhappy it's not what i want so at least at that point in a year from now if their coding looks horrible it's not my fault i yeah. can't manage that right. because we've offered to maintain the vehicle and we've completely educated you on how to tend to and take care of this uh, coding from top to bottom so right. that's kind of how i do things that's how my program is ran i don't know how others do but i mean i hope that works <laughs> it seems no, to be okay so far I actually really like that, that you actually do a workshop with them and say, all right, top to bottom, this is what you can do to take care of your car to extend, you know, what I've done for you at a professional level, and that will help you and me, you know, better service you as my customer. I, I really yeah. love that because I think a lot of times that's missing because a lot of people, I think, are afraid to bring people into their shop because either, either it's liability or they don't want to show them the secret sauce. And what I found is in my experience is that education is power if you have a more educated consumer 
they're, they see the value in what you're recommending to them down the road. You know, when you bring it in, it's like, ah, you know, we really ought to revisit this. They understand why. Well, here, here's another thing, too, is I give them that option to do it themselves. And here's, here's the thing. Here, here, here's the best part of it all is we'll give them the workshop. They'll go home, wait a little bit. They'll try it. They're worn out. They're done. They're smoked <laughs> after trying to wash that car. They're like, how do you do that? Every yeah. day, you know? Right. So they're like, right. I'd rather not do it at home. I'm just going to bring it back to you. So yeah. I don't show I don't show them in a way to wear them out. We show them a proper thorough wash top to bottom to get through it. But a lot of people don't do this every day like we do. So it's tiring to them. They're like, man, this isn't really what I want to do. I'm in the sun or in my, my, I'm in my garage trying this. And it doesn't look the way you guys did it. I'm just going to bring it back right. to you. So a, right. a good amount of yeah. time you know, they will end up bringing it back to us because it doesn't look the way they want it to look because it wasn't done professionally. But there's some people who do a really good job at it and maintain it. And they'll come back like biannually for, you know, a big maintenance where we clay the body and, uh, you know, repolish the paint and put a topper on top of the, on top of the coating and send it out. And their cars yeah, still look yeah. fantastic because they took heed of what we said to them and they maintain <clears> their people properly, which is, you know, uh, keeping that investment long lasting. So for us, it's a win-win. They bring it back. It looks good. It's less work. We still get paid or, you know, they go home, they maintenance, they don't like it. They bring it back to us. We still get paid. Every, I, I still win, you know, yeah. But yeah. regardless of what we do, you know, I don't see myself losing in that just because we're giving them education. We're showing them how to do it. We're showing them how to pre protect, maintain and create longevity in their investment. It's just, are they willing to put in that kind of work? A lot of them aren't. And that's okay. That's why we're here. That's yeah. why we're detailers. This is what we do here is we know how to do these things and maintain them and get through them a whole lot quicker than they would. They're like, how'd you do that in 40 minutes when it took me two and a half hours? Yeah. Right. Again, right. we do this every day. So it just becomes second nature. You know? Yeah. Right. So one of the things you mentioned earlier, and I, I just wanted to key in on is there's, there's a, sure. there's another misconception. That's one of my goals while we're doing this series is to kind of clear up some of those misconceptions. There's a misconception out there that, that detailers are um, only interested in working on exotics, only yes. interested in working on yeah. Porsche and Ferrari and McLaren. And, and, and my thing with that is, is if I'm working on a Honda Accord um, and I, and I'm, there's a bunch of people that do, you know, everybody does, you're posting pictures of that just as much, right? You're showing yeah. a before and after of it, but people don't remember a silver Honda Accord in their Facebook post or the Instagram because it's silver Honda Accord. Yeah. If it's my silver Honda Accord or mama's silver Honda Accord, she damn well recognizes it because it looks oh, yeah. good. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. My, my wife, we got hit, we got hit by a goose. I, I, I know that sounds crazy, but a goose <laughs> came in from the side, hit the driver's door on the top of the driver's door, skidded across the roof, hit the trunk and went down the side. It's my wife's, you know, 2016 Passat, right? It's silver Passat. You know how that works. And, and it was, it was not deeply torn up, but it was pretty torn up. Well, she's posting pictures after I fixed it. Cause she's very proud of the fact that the goose streaks are out of the car. So goose zero, then we're goose one. Zero. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, did, the goose didn't fare well in that accident. Just so you know, it, it didn't come out of that good. But, um, but I think that's the misconception is that you know we're all, of course we're going to post pictures of a McLaren or a Corvette or something that's sure. exotic because we all love working on those kind of cars. But you know, I, and I notice a ton of people, and I really appreciate people that are posting pictures of 
you know, just a regular SUV. Super Adrian and all his VWs. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I love Super Adrian. But the same thing, Ryan, Ryan up in Alaska posting pictures of a, a gal's, uh, I think it was a, a CRV or something that he did yeah. for free. That's yeah. freaking awesome, you know. Yeah, and I mean, absolutely. you guys as well, talking to Daryl or talking to you about some of the cars that come in there. Um, 100 years ago when I was a mechanic, I used to use it as we all wanted to work on somebody's Corvette, right? Or we all wanted to hot rod out somebody's old car. But you have yeah. to do the brakes on a minivan to stay in business. And that's oh, the yeah, idea absolutely. that, you know, as you see people coming in. So in your just like off the top of your head, what's the percentage of just normal blue collar cars that come through your shop? compared like 80%, to the exotic 80% of my cars 80% yep, yeah. of my cars that come in are, are are mom cars or you know uh people who are purchasing new vehicles who want to keep the the protection on it for a while um you know to be honest with you man i don't care what kind of car it is yeah they're, that, they're that's pay, it they're they're paying i'm playing you know what I yeah, mean? That, that's, that's it that's the thing you know like yeah. i'm not going to turn down work because you have a honda accord because i want to go work on such and such as Corvette over here. I don't care about that. Yep. Yeah. I, I, yep. I personally care about taking care of the vehicle and keeping my client engaged with me so they're happy at the end of the detail. You know, I don't care if you've got a soccer mom van. You want me to code it? Bring it in. We'll code it. I don't care. It's just I'm a detailer. Right. I, I didn't I, I didn't jump in this to, to detail uh, McLarens or Vaganis or you know, Kunis eggs or anything like that. You know what I mean? If I do and it comes across my table, cool. But I see uh, the appreciation level is much higher with people who have your standard vehicle or your Volkswagen Golf or your, your new Tesla or, you know, your Honda Accord <laughs> or anything like that. You see people who they, they perceive so much more value in that because it's something they've worked very hard for as opposed to people who have exotics. And I won't say that they haven't worked hard for it. I'm sure that they have, but they could probably buy two or three of those and have disposable right. income. So it's not, yeah, right. as, it's, it's not as big as a gift to them as it is to somebody who just went out and bought, you know, a 2018 Honda Accord and they were just super stoked with the damn thing. They're like, Oh my God, look at this, this is my new baby, you know? And they ride around with, yeah. with a, a giant sense of pride in that. And that's awesome. I, I take pride for them, you know? So we want to help them out if we can and if they need something on their vehicle and they bring it to us, we're going to try and give them the best deal we can within reason. But at the end of the day, my company's here to make money and provide a great product. So we don't sell ourselves short either. You know, there's plenty yeah. of work that I, that I do kick out of the shop because they're just two things are either tire kicking or they're searching for the lowest possible price. If you want the lowest possible price, you're not. It's, it's not going to be us. I can, yeah. I can promise. No, no, nobody wants to be the Kmart of the detailing industry. It, exactly. And, and that's what I tell a lot of people. I, you know, and this is, I, I kid you not, guys. When they come in, I tell them like this straight up. I'm going to give you a fair price. This is what it's going to be. I don't haggle. If you talk price, I'm going to send you out the door. That's just how it goes. I, I'm sorry. I don't have time to, 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 to mess around. Like this is, I'm very serious about what I do. You'll get a quality product at a fair price, but that's it. Um, and I think that's a really important point. And sorry I interrupted you. Mm. I, I'd actually like to have another one of these down the road and really talk about the value of price, right? Yeah. Because I think a lot of people think. Much to wash in a car. All right, yeah. sorry, we we broke we broke off there. You want to say that one more time? Sorry. Yeah, about sorry about that. Somebody, I need to put this thing in airplane mode so they don't try to call. So, um, <laughs> but yeah. So the question was, and 
because you talk about price and value and stuff. It's like, you know what? I don't price haggle because what I'm bringing to the table is worth what I'm giving to you. And I think there's, exactly. a whole, there's a whole level of discussion that we could have for another 30 minutes about the importance of setting a price and being confident in that price and educating the customer of why that price is valid. Exactly. Uh, so I, a lot of people think, oh, I'm just having a detail, right? It's $50. And that, yeah. what you're offering is <laughs> a lot more than that. Yeah. So what I tell a lot of them is, you know, there's people in my area and I tell them straight up, they're going to smoke my price. Like guaranteed they're, they're going to, they're going to beat my price down with a stick and twice on Sunday, it's going to happen. But will they match the quality? Will they match the workmanship? Will they match the skill set? I highly doubt that. And not to say that there aren't great detailers in my area, because there's a few of them out here that are, that are really kick ass and I give them all props, but have you invested yourself in your education? Are you bonded and insured? Have you, are you, are you a IDA certified member? Have you gone through everything that we've right. gone through in education and a continual education to make sure that we provide nothing but pure quality for your vehicle? That's kind of a, it's not really a selling point. It's just more of the educational aspect to let them know like, Hey, I don't do this for fun. I'm this, or, or, or for play. This isn't a hobby shop. You know, I'm not coming in here to wipe down your car and, and do something on an amateur level. I've invested myself personally uh almost over 10 years in a company itself and a year in business development for myself before i even started the company you know i I put together a business plan and 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 put this together for a year before i started did test marketing and all this other stuff before i actually even started the company and i started this with nothing absolutely nothing i started with nothing zero you know so like i went for broke with everything i had but you know, at least I had the simple smarts to even see if a detail shop would thrive in my in my area and somewhat of a saturated market. Um, I started and there was detail companies here, but I just made sure I stood out like a sore thumb and I did yeah. what I could for that. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, back to where that's at, you know, it's it's just telling them, you know, we're worth our weight in gold. We're worth the money you're going to spend. You're going to get the absolute right. quality. You know, I oversee everything in the shop before it rolls out. And before I even put a coating on a car, I have my client come in and I have them walk around it and inspect it with us. And then, install it. and then I'll install the coating because at that point they're on camera. And if they try to, they try to debate that with us, you're on camera, buddy. <laughs> you shook my hand, gave me a heads up, a high five, a hug, or, you know, whatever you want to give me. And you gave me the go ahead for the coating and we put it on. So that's another thing that I do that I don't know if a lot of other companies do is I'll, I'll lose a little bit of time to make sure that my client sees their vehicle before putting it, installing the coating on it because I want to make sure that they're happy with the outcome of the paint prior to installing. Because once it goes on, a lot of coatings that, that go on just don't come off. You know, there's just intensive labor yeah. behind it to get it off to fix whatever they're going to gripe about to reinstall. So at that point, I'm losing time and money, and that's just really not what we're after. Right. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Well, I appreciate you taking some time. I mean, we could keep going. I mean, this has been really fun for me. I always enjoy talking to you and the other guys. Absolutely. uh, It's been fun to see all the people that pop in and out. You know, Christian Parker just popped in. We've had Joab in. And appreciate everybody for tuning in. But for the guys in your neck of the woods, how do they find you? Because you are the guy in Santa Rosa. So how do they find you? I am your premium North Bay detail facility. Uh, you can find us at apedetail.com. 
uh, or reach us at 707-757-9377 or just stop in at the shop at 90 Timothy Road, Sweet G. And we're here in Santa Rosa from That's Monday awesome. Friday at 6. So thank you, guys. I appreciate awesome. you having me as your first guy on uh, Mafia Memoirs. And I don't see the comments or anything, so anybody who's on here, hello, love you guys, and uh, shine on and keep detailing. All right, man. Uh, man. All right, guys. You have a great day. Thank you. you too, guys. See you, man. See ya.